Welcome to the Tandem Talk Show, where we help women dial in their nutrition and fitness so that they can lose fat, tone up, and transform their lives. And now your host from Tandem Nutrition, Coach G. Yo, hey, what's up, everyone? And welcome to another episode of the Tandem Talk Show. I'm your fast-talking host, Coach G. And today we have a very exciting episode on the topic of sleep and the facts behind how it affects fat loss. This is going to be a really fun and exciting uh, episode. And I hope you have a pen and paper ready because we're going to cover some high-level stuff that will definitely help you improve your sleep and improve your fat loss results. So if you're tuning in live in our Facebook group, drop me a hashtag sleep to let me know you're tuning in live with me, to let me know you're joining me this evening, and be sure to stay tuned towards the end of this live broadcast this evening. As always, I'll be answering all your questions live. So if you have some questions now or throughout this broadcast, please drop them below. I'll be more than happy to answer those for you. And if you're not yet a member of our private Facebook community, go to tandemnutrition.com forward slash Facebook to get instant access not only to this awesome broadcast, but also to our all our free fat loss resources that helps women lose fat, tone up, and transform their lives. So if you're new here at Tandem, we are the women's fat loss experts, and we are focused in helping women lose fat, tone up, and as I mentioned, transform their lives in a very healthy and sustainable way. And we're so glad that you are joining with us today. This is a, a, a weekly broadcast that we do live each Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern time. So uh, mark on your calendar every week. We are bringing up a live and a brand new episode to you to help you increase your learning of nutrition and fitness to help you achieve your goals. Now, now with every new episode, I do like to bring about some big wins from our client base here at Tandem. We have a lot of awesome clients achieving some amazing go- goals so far um, this year. So I definitely want to give a few, few shout outs to our clients. And the first ones that I want to bring attention to um, are Sam Yesh, <clears throat> and she has hit a new low over the past weekend, which is huge. So great job, Sam. And also um, Miss Danielle Singh as well. So both Danielle and Sam are working with Coach Boston here at Tandem, and Danielle has lost 11 pounds in only eight weeks. So amazing job, Danielle. And Sam, you two are crushing it. Definitely keep it up. Uh, we also have some big wins from uh, Paige, who is down 2.5 inches in just three weeks. And our client, Holly, who is down five pounds in just her first month. So, you know, amazing job, ladies. Keep it up. Both of these awesome clients are working with our dietitian coach, Layla, making some big moves early on in the new year. So, so proud of you. And lastly, we have Cindy Kadu. Uh, she's down 20 pounds throughout her program so far. And Austin, also, Allison Palmer, she's down five pounds in the first month of her program as well. Um, these two awesome clients are being coached by Coach. 
coached by Coach Casey here at Tandem and uh, very proud of their progress and all that they have achieved so far. Really excited to see um, how they continue to progress throughout their programs and all our other clients as they continue to make progress throughout their tone-up programs here at Tandem Nutrition. So um, as I mentioned, by the way, great job, ladies. Keep it up. Uh, I look forward to making some more announcements to other members as we as they continue to make some great progress in their own health and fitness journeys. Now, as I mentioned, um, tonight's episode, we're going to be talking specifically about how sleep affects fat loss. So uh, before I, I get into this, I'd love to hear from you all watching right now or on replay. If you're watching this, I'd love to hear, comment below, how many hours of sleep do you typically get a night? Um, so, you know, just drop down a number, whether it's five or six or seven. I just want to want to know, you know, how many hours of sleep that you're getting um, each night? Because um, I'm just kind of curious. And, you know, since fat loss does play a big role, since sleep does play a big role in our fat loss results, I do want to know exactly we're at so especially if you're a client how we can help you better improve those areas to get better results so let's start off with a very important statistic um, before we begin this episode and this one will probably shock you um and the question does does lack of sleep affect fat loss and the answer is absolutely yes and I'll think you, I think you'll be very surprised by this research-backed statistic. And, it, and it's, a, it's from a study in 2010. And this study uh, showed that getting five, f- just five and a half hours of sleep versus 8.5, 8.5 hours of sleep over just a two-week period that in- increased muscle loss by 60%. And it decreased your rate of fat loss by 50%. So let me say that again. By getting less sleep, you're losing muscle mass. And your chances of losing fat diminish. Um, So it's very important to get in enough sleep. Your body needs at least 7 to 9 hours of sleep each night to optimize fat burning and muscle building. And this is one of the key core components that we emphasize here at Tandy Nutrition throughout our tone-up programs, making sure that our clients are optimizing their recovery to make sure they're they're making the most out of their fat loss progress. So now the big question is, is how, how exactly does sleep affect fat loss? Well, there's three main ways. There's three main ways that sleep will directly impact our fat loss results. The first one is on a hormonal level. The second one is on a physical level. And the third one is more on a motivational level, which also looks at different types of changes in cell function. Okay, so I've kind of combined a couple of these to just give us three ways that sleep will literally keep us from losing body fat. And then after I go over those, I'll be going over five strategies that can help you get better sleep tonight. Now, personally, I am obsessed with sleep. I have my own uh, evening routine and a morning routine. I make sure that I prioritize sleep each and every night because my performance in the gym 
Uh, my appetite, my focus really depends on me getting at least seven hours of sleep. And um, so this being almost eight o'clock, I go to bed around 9.30 each night. Um, soon, I'll be putting on these blue wave blocking glasses to block some blue waves. Um, you guys can't see this, but I have three uh, three very big and tall lights around me that um, are essentially affecting my melatonin production. So, which that means is that I'm essentially um, could be inhibiting my body's ability to sleep here very soon. But um, I want to give a lot of excitement and energy in tonight's podcast. I know that you guys will love it. So let's kind of get right down to it and talk about these three ways that sleep affects fat loss. Hey, welcome, Brooke. Thank you for joining us. Brooke mentioned that she gets around six and a half and seven hours uh, sleep a night, which is great. Good job, Brooke. I know that takes as busy as you are. I imagine it takes a lot of effort to do that. So way to go. So guys, first one up is sleep will cause us or affect our fat loss results on, on a hormonal level. And here's what I mean by that. So we have two main hormones that are affected by lack of sleep. We have leptin, we have ghrelin. Now, leptin is a hormone that is produced by our fat cells. Now, think of leptin as like the satiety hormone. So when leptin is high, basically, after we finish a meal, it tells us, hey, you know, you're full, you can stop eating, okay? So leptin controls our level of fullness, now, ghrelin, uh, ghrelin sends ghrelin sin, sin signals from the stomach to the brain saying, hey, uh, you're hungry, you should go eat. Now, the very unique thing about sleep is that in, in normal conditions, leptin is, is high and, and, and ghrelin is low. But when we get less than six hours of sleep a night, leptin will decrease and ghrelin will increase. So what does that mean? That means that you will have decreased sensations of feeling full and you'll feel hungrier. And so basically when you eat a meal, you won't feel as satiated from that meal and throughout the day you'll experience you'll experience more hunger. So what does that do? That increases your chance of overeating. When you disrupt these signals of your body knowing, hey, like I'm full, and you keep eating, when you can't, um, when you, when it's uh, uh, more tough to understand, hey, I'm I'm full, I should stop eating. Um, there tends to be higher calorie consumption, which, as you know, could lead to overeating and eating over your calorie goal for that day. You know, taking you out at fat loss state. Now, ghrelin, as you know, it'll just keep you hungry. I personally know from it, from just experience that when I get three or four hours of sleep one night, like it literally feels feels like I have a, a bottomless pit. Like I can keep eating and eating and eating, and I, I there's just no stop. I can there's almost impossible for me to get full. And and not only that, I get extreme extreme cravings of carbohydrates and uh, like pancakes. I will just run through some pancakes super quick. And that just, again, it just increases my calorie consumption, takes me in a fat loss mode. And not only that, but it affects my willpower, my motivation to be consistent too. So, so lack of sleep, the reason why this study in 2010 showed that people who get five and a half hours of sleep versus eight and a half hours of sleep 
In two weeks, they increased their muscle loss by 60% and decreased fat loss by 50% is they were not recognizing their hunger and satiety cues. So it's very important to get at least seven to nine hours of sleep a night to be sure that you are regulating these hormones at a normal level so you're not experiencing extreme hunger on top of already being hungry from your diet. So that's number one. On a hormonal level, leptin and ghrelin will fight against you to make sure that you you stay hungry, you don't feel full, that you're getting more food in. Not only that, think about it. If you get five hours sleep versus eight, then your eating window is longer, right? So you're up you're up longer. And therefore, you may burn a few more calories by sitting or standing, but you have a, a larger eating window. And I'm, I know for me, when I'm up and around, I, I do want to eat more because that's just fun and it's a great way to pass time. So that's number one. On a hormonal level, lack of sleep will make you hungrier and it will decrease your sensation of feeling full. Number two. Number two is on the physical side. So you know this, when we get lack of sleep, we're just not as energized. We, we, we lack that energy, that motivation, that push to not only go to the gym, right? We're more tired. We maybe make an excuse like, hey, I only got like five, five hours of sleep. You know, I'm going to skip the gym tonight or, or, or today. That will directly affect how many calories you burn throughout that day. And that will affect your fat loss results. Not only that, but there's another term called non-exercise activity thermogenesis. What this means is that it's all the activity you do that is not purposeful activity. This is getting up, you're walking around, fidgeting, scratching your head, you know, twiddling your thumbs, things like that. When you're more tired, you're less likely to get up from the couch, uh, to even go to the restroom, to take the stairs, to, to do even more so, I remember when I worked at a corporate office, those nights that I did not get hardly any sleep, especially throughout my contest prep, I remember I would just park as close as possible to the door because I'm already tired, right? I'm super tired. I didn't get a lot of sleep. I'm in a deficit. I'm going to park as close as possible. So I had the shortest distance to walk to go to my office. Now that adds up. So when you're tired, you're less likely to move more. And we don't move as much, you don't burn as much. And that affects your fat loss results. So having enough restful sleep at nighttime is important so that you feel energized, you feel motivated, and you stay consistent with your steps or your activity throughout the day. So that's point number two. So point number three is a combination of a few different factors. Number one, motivation, like I mentioned, but also there is there's a cellular difference that, that occurs when there's a lack of sleep. And here are two. Number one, we know that through science, when we don't get a lot of sleep, there's a decrease in our insulin sensitivity. What does that mean? That means that when we don't get a lot of sleep, our insulin is not effective not as effective, meaning we need more to do the same job. Now, insulin is a hormone that its main job is to act like a dump truck and take carbs to the muscle cells, okay? So let's say you consume cereal 
or oatmeal or pancakes. You consume uh, this food, contains carbs, it gets into your bloodstream, your pancreas recognizes this, it alerts the pancreas and says, hey insulin, do your job, take this glucose somewhere, just get it out of here. It cannot remain in the blood because if your blood has too much sugar in it at one time, that could result in uh, several different complications. So the body will naturally uh, escort through insulin's reaction that glucose to the cells of the body. But here's, here's where the, the problems take place. Not only are we more insulin resistance, resistant, so we essentially have less or lower insulin sensitivity. So we need more insulin to do the job of taking a certain amount of glucose into the cell. But we are also less glucose tolerant. Okay. So a new term here, glucose tolerant. What does that mean? That means that your muscles are like, yo, dude, I, I don't really need any more glucose. Um, I am tired. I, I don't need my, my capacity is nearly full. Therefore, go to our neighbor. Unfortunately, our neighbor is fat cells. So when the muscle is not able to take up glucose from insulin, insulin goes to fat cells. Okay. And so therefore, as you probably guess, insulin will deliver glucose to fat cells. So it's this really interesting combination where you experience more hunger, less satiety, more cravings for, for, for carbohydrates, but your body is not able to utilize or to partition these nutrients to the right places. And so that's why it's so important to stay on top of your sleep so that you are not craving these certain foods. You're not eating too much. And that when you do eat too much, if you do, they're not going the wrong places. Okay. So it's very, very important. Sleep is, I consider sleep one of the most underrated supplements for fat loss. Sleep can really make or break a diet, especially if it's chronic sleep deprivation. So I'm curious, like, what do you guys think about sleep? Do you think that sleep is holding you back from your goals? If so, I'd love to know. Like, comment, hey, I think my sleep's on point. Um, yeah. Or maybe you're like, hey, I should probably look into improving my sleep. Let me know below. I can always give some more helpful hints to help you along your journey. And as we wrap up this episode this evening, I do want to go over five tips on how to get better sleep starting tonight. Okay, so five tips on how to get better sleep tonight. And these five things are super, super important and can be a huge game changer for you when it comes to maybe moving you from getting five and a half hours of sleep to maybe seven and a half or even six to eight. And, and here they are. The first one is you want to reduce your, your blue light exposure in the evening. So what is blue light? Blue light is essentially a light that comes from our cell phones, our TVs, our laptops. What this does is that this goes into our eyes. It affects the production of a hormone called melatonin. Now melatonin, it acts to essentially regulate sleep and wake cycles. Naturally, it's supposed to go, it's supposed to increase throughout um, the evening because when it's high, it tells our body it's nighttime, it's time to rest. But as you can see here, 
or maybe not. I'm, I'm surrounded by a lot of lights. It does in my brain. My brain's not saying, "Hey, it's dark." Uh, it's saying, "Hey, it's light. Stay up." And so that's why it's very important to one wear blue wave blocking glasses if you are, you know, around bright lights or a computer screen, things like that. And here are here are two pair that I personally use uh, every night. Um, so here are two things. Uh, here is this is a um, orange tinted pair I wear. I find these actually more effective than my clear pair. This pair I would wear in public if I like ran out of like chocolate chips or pancake mix. Um, I would wear these when I go into like Walmart to pick up some some chocolate chips. So um, you can get these off of Amazon. And again, they essentially block the blue waves. So essentially my production of melatonin would be would, would increase over time because of the lack of penetration in my eyes. And number two, you know, there is actually with, with this blue wave and, and essentially the, <clears throat> the light coming in, you can also download apps on your phone called Flux. I believe it also has a desktop apps, desktop app as well. It helps to, again, block those blue waves. So again, you're not getting that, um, that full-blown blue light into your eyes. And a good habit is just to stop watching TV two hours before bed. Again, blue light can be sent like absolutely. Quick story, because I think my mom is on here right now as well. Let me see. My mom is, she may be watching. I see that she'd like this video. Super cool. So quick story, my mom is amazing. Um, and she's been having some trouble sleeping for the last like, I don't know, two or three years. Um, I'm not really sure how long, but she would literally, and she'd probably hate me for telling the story, but she like she'd literally go to bed at two, three, four in the morning because she couldn't sleep. And my dad was like, Hey man, you should probably get her some like blue wave blocking glasses. I'm like, I'm not really sure that'll work. But knowing that my mom's, you know, mom likes to watch TV at nighttime, like everyone else. I was like, hey, I'm going to give it a shot. So I sent her a pair of these. And the very first night, she fell asleep, I think, at 10 or 11. And she slept for nine hours the entire night. And what we do is we just put these on two hours before bed. And that just helps us, again, increase our melatonin production. She had a great night's sleep. And mom, if you're not having your glasses on right now, be sure to put those on. Because as you know, it's very helpful to help you get um, a good night's rest. So number two, um, outside of reducing the exposure of blue light, you want to make sure you get into a routine. So irregular sleep patterns affect not only your circadian rhythm, but also again, your production of melatonin. So it's very important to get your body routine of knowing when you're going to bed and getting and, and, and get to bed at that time and getting up at the same time every night. And I remember one time I took a, a trip to Asia with some awesome friends and I was like 13 hours ahead of schedule and it took me literally probably 10 days of, to recover from jet lag. I literally thought I had mono because I would literally sleep 18 hours a day. Like I would sleep all day uh, when, when I got back to the States because I was not in my normal routine. I, I was this close from going to a doctor because I literally thought something was wrong with me because I don't sleep a lot. But when I went from Asia back to the United States, I could not 
I could not get into my routine and I always felt tired. And once I got back to my routine, I was like so thankful that I felt tired at 10 p.m. I got up at like 6 a.m. So just make sure you're in a routine that your body just gets used to getting up and going to bed at the same time. Number three, don't consume caffeine too late in the day. So caffeine affects the central nervous system. It's a stimulant. And so studies show that if you take it or drink any caffeine up to six hours before bed, that it can affect your quality of sleep. So same thing with alcohol. Limit your alcohol consumption before bed. That can also affect your quality of sleep as well. Number four is make sure you're optimizing your bedroom environment. So this not only includes the temperature of your room, but the lights and also the noise. And here's another quick thing I do every single night. So first off, I make sure my room is like absolutely super dark, um, so dark. And I also wear earplugs every night um, and just all throughout the day too, I wear earplugs. And so this just makes sure that I don't hear, I'm a very light sleeper and funny story. I used to live in, in Brownsburg with my uncle, uh, my uncle Matt. And one night we had a really, really bad storm. This is back in 2012 and I was living on the second, second floor. And, you know, with my earplugs, I, you know, I didn't hear a thing. And it was almost to the point where he had to get me up to say, hey, we need to go downstairs in the garage, in the bathroom, because I guess our tornado was going by. We had sirens. You know, I, I didn't hear a thing. And that's the only caution I have is that if you all wear if you all wearing earplugs, just make sure you have someone in the house just in case like a storm comes by or maybe watch the the news before you go to bed because I mean, I had no clue what was happening, but I tell you what, I had a great night's sleep that night, thanks to earplugs. And I've tried a lot too. I've tried a ton of different earplugs. I got these from from Walmart. I think they're like 32 decibels, which is the amount of noise they block. So, and um, again, super cheap, love them, wear them all the time, and definitely recommend them as well. <clears throat> now, last thing is, oh, now with bedroom temperature you just want to make sure that you're in a comfortable environment comfortable temperature and um, studies show that around 70 degrees is is good for most people but again just adjust that to what's best for you and where you feel most comfortable at now last but not least one of the other big tips i have for you to make sure you're getting high quality sleep is to make sure that you're exercising on a regular basis but Try not to exercise right before bed. In fact, studies show that those who exercise mid-morning to early afternoon, they get deeper sleep and higher quality sleep than those who exercise right before bed or who don't exercise at all. And I've, I've personally experienced this. On days I don't train, on days I don't do cardio, I do not sleep as well. And the mornings I am doing more cardio, um, I sleep like a baby. So Exercise is great not only for fat loss, but also to help make sure you're getting high quality sleep throughout the night as well. So that wraps up today's episode of the Tim Talk Show. This was episode 22. I'm going to look for some questions here. If you guys have any questions, I'm going to hang here for a few minutes uh, before I end tonight's episode. And uh, let's see here. Hey, what's up, Amy? So Amy mentioned that she can she gets around seven to seven and a half hours of sleep um, a night, which is great. 
And she said, but I want to get to bed earlier. So Amy, I'd love to hear from you. Um, what time do you think you need, need to go to bed to get more sleep? Um, I think setting a bedtime, I do that for myself. It's 1030 every single night. Um, I say 930, but I make sure that my phone is out of sight by 930. So I'm able to get a you know, restore my, my melatonin levels before I get to sleep. Hey, what's up, Angela? Thank you for joining us this evening. I hope you found this episode helpful towards your goals. Crystal mentions, I need earplugs for this motherhood stuff. I can imagine. Iman, what's up, dude? Hope you're doing well, brother. Great to see you on here, and thank you for your support. All right, guys, if you don't have any questions, oh, so Angela says, I used to get three to four hours of sleep. Now I get six and a half to eight and I feel my best now than ever. Angela, I'd love to hear, how did you go from getting three to four hours of sleep to six and a half to eight hours of sleep a night? I'm just kind of curious because I'm sure you know a lot of people listening to this too would be facing that same, same level of maybe challenge knowing that, Hey, I'm not getting a lot of sleep. How do I increase my sleep more? So if you have any advice that you can give us <clears throat> that will help you or help others increase your sleep, we'd love to hear um, what you're doing. You're very successful in your journey um, and have been crushing your steps and doing really great throughout your fitness routine. By the way, guys, Angela is working with coach Ashley here at 10 nutrition. She's made some great progress. So <clears throat> definitely reach out to her. Uh, for some assistance. She's conquered a lot of great things throughout her journey. She's also uh, a coach. She's amazing at what she does. So be sure to follow her and uh, check out the advice that she gives her audience and to, you know, to anything that she posts as well. Awesome. Awesome, guys. Well, I think that's all for today. Crystal asks, where can we buy the blue light glasses? So I buy, I bought both of these from Amazon. I will post a link in the comments if you want to uh, see like where the links I got these from. They're super cheap. Uh, I think this, actually this was like $39 and this was like $12. Um, and honestly, I feel like these are more effective because it could be placebo, but because they are uh, orange. And they're a little thicker, but uh, both work very, very well. Anyway, um, I've, hey, I've never heard of rubbing with Vic or Vapor Rub either. A a uh, Angel says that is a good solution to get some good sleep as well. Definitely have to try that. Awesome. Well, hey, guys, thank you for joining me this evening. Be sure to join me next Thursday at 7 p.m. for a brand new episode. I'll be having Coach Layla, our dietitian, live with me next week to talk about carbs, facts, and fiction about carb intake. So bring your questions. Uh, and, guys, I hope to see you there. Have a great rest of your week. God bless, and I will talk with you soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Tandem Talk Show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort. Until next time.